It is March 24th, 6.45 here in Bakersfield, California. Trying out this Instagram live. I really wish you could do the landscape mode. I don't understand why people like doing this portrait mode. Just like, just doesn't seem to make sense. But anyways, I want to do this because I think I can do it on here. And then I can upload it to YouTube. Just makes it simpler. So today is an endurance news and random musings. And the first thing I saw on the internet was, I mean, on the internet, on Twitter. Kind of scour Twitter and Instagram and find some stuff. And um, the thing I saw today was about um, Outside Magazine talking about uh, trail dogs. And I'm sure if you're out on the trails or the bike path, I go on the bike path here. And, of course, the uh, urban outdoorsmen have dogs. Most of them are friendly, but a few of them are pretty dang mean. And then, of course, there's, you know, when you're out on the trails, uh, I remember a situation where when my good friends, uh, Liz and Sarah, we went and did Mount Baldy one year. And we were hiking up there, and there's these young people hiking with us and they had this you know cattle dog australian cattle dog and they're usually pretty cool dogs and this dog was super aggressive and it actually nipped us and i've never been bit completely by a dog in 40 years of training but it was pretty out of control and so one of the big things of course <clears throat> with uh in this article was talking about is that just you know dogs poop and you know you got to pick it up but a lot of people say oh i'm not gonna pick it up because the pet waste is natural it's fertilized in the back country but unfortunately dog poop is nasty it's chock full of pathogens viruses and parasites that don't belong in the wild when it rains the stuff enters our streams rivers and lakes the epa says the dog waste like pesticides and chemical fertilizers is an environmental hazard there are nine million dogs in the u.s and if we allowed them all to poop everywhere they wanted we'd have a big issue and it's just a like I said, it's just not a good thing. And then, of course, the other problem you have is people bring the bags and pick it up, but then they leave the bags on the trail. Um, you know, in theory, they'll always say, well, you know, we're going to go hike out, and then when we come back, we'll get it. Um, you know, you see that a lot, <clears throat> talking about poop bags. When you do Whitney, you have to have a wag bag. And unfortunately, there you definitely see people leaving the wag bags all over the place, which is really gross. Of course, it's kind of gross, obviously, to have to have the wag bag to do the hike. But, you know, they... You know, there'd be so much human poop up there that it would just be completely ridiculous. It was interesting. I always watch a lot of things on YouTube. I like watching a lot of mountain climbing. And there's that Mount Vicision on Antarctica. And there, you know, of course, Antarctica is pristine, trying to keep it that way. And so they have designated, obviously have bathrooms, but they also have designated pee places too. So it's very, you know, it's just kind of that thing. It's just, we got to kind of keep it that way. So... Um, besides the poop, of course, then you have the dog-on-dog -dog conflicts, and you might even have dog-with-wild-animals kind of conflicts, and then, of course, like I was talking earlier about people, so it's just definitely an issue that's difficult because everybody thinks their dog's the greatest, and, you know, if I had a dollar for every time someone said, oh, he's friendly, and uh, like I said, one of my tips, though, and I've never, like I said, knock on wood, been bit by a dog, is that when I do confront a dog out on my own, um, you know, you walk slowly, keep eye contact, and talk to it. And I always talk real calm to them. And what I usually call them, I go, hey, puppy, how you doing, puppy? Because sometimes you don't know if it's a boy or a girl. And you figure the meanest dog at one time, someone called him puppy. Unless, of course, they never did live with anybody. But that's kind of my way to handle dogs. I often find that dogs are easier to deal with when the owner isn't around. But, of course, I find that with kids, too. Children are much easier to deal with when, when the parents aren't around because... Uh, yeah, so that's another story. Um, on to some news more than just random musings. This Friday morning, it's going to be super early, though. It's going to be 4 a.m. Eastern time, <clears throat> 1 a.m. 
here in California. Of course, I've been waking up at 1 in the morning the past few days, so I may watch it anyways. It's the British Olympic Trials for the Marathon and Race Walk, and it's going to be a free live stream. It'll be in the show notes, and it should be pretty cool to watch. Uh, the English or the British are definitely getting some better and better athletes out there. A uh, young guy, I remember watching the London uh, Marathon, and he was up there with the uh, East Africans, so... Definitely want to watch that. I probably will be up watching it since I haven't been able to sleep lately. Um, then uh, and, and, it, and it's free. So, you know, it's kind of interesting. You know, we had our Olympic trials um, on Leap Day last year, February 29th. And, you know, we chose not to have another trial. So, of course, uh, Tillich had a young son, I believe a boy, just a month or two ago. And then, um, you know, the other athletes have been kind of MIA, so it's kind of interesting. Our athletes are on the team, and other teams are obviously picking their teams. It may help, though, because maybe our guys are well-rested, because like I just talked the other day, the Ethiopians are having their team time trials, and sometimes these teams pick the teams a little too late. Speaking of some championships, uh, last weekend there was the 15K championships in Florida, uh, and coming up on April 21st, there's going to be the One Mile Road Championship presented by Toyota, and uh, you can also compete in the virtual Grand Blue Mile. Speaking of miles, I was out doing my miles this morning, went over to Beach Park to see my friends uh, doing Fit for Life boot camp. Uh, it's kind of nice to go over there because it's you know pretty dark and dreary, but with all the people out there. And today was test day, and they were doing the mile after they did their planks and push-ups and pull-ups and stuff like that. So it was kind of fun to see that. Got some coverage of that. Um, speaking of other competitions, there's an outside article, and this, you know, is a whole other can of worms or whatever. It says, several lawmakers across the country are attempting to limit transgender youth from participating in sports, in many cases by forcing athletes from kindergarten through college to compete under the gender they were assigned at birth. You know, it's just, this topic is just, you know, you want to have the kids have a chance to compete and play, but, uh, you know, it's pretty difficult for, uh, uh, yeah, it's just a difficult, difficult subject. Love to hear what you think in the comments, you know. Tell me what you, your ideas are. I've talked about them before myself. I kind of align myself with Joe Rogan. I often tell people, look, you know, the world record by Safan Hassan in the mile is 4.12 around. And she wouldn't make the finals in the uh, 1600 slash mile of the California State Meet. They had Friday prelims and then Saturday the finals. And you pretty much make the finals and you got to run about 410. Maybe you should make the finals 410, 412. So you're talking the best woman in the world competing against high school boys. You know, the best in California, and California boys are pretty dang fast. Um, but, you know, it's just, you look at that, that's a huge gap in difference. And then, of course, like you look at it in, you know, the marathon 201 versus 215 and a lot of the events. So. Um, definitely definitely a difficult topic. I'd love to hear what you think about it. On to some better news, though. The new Hayward Field uh, is set to officially reopen with Hayward Premier Meet on April 2nd. That's next Friday. It'll be the first track meet there since the 2018 NCAA Outdoor Championships. Two years, nine months, and 24 days ago. Wow. You know, they did this spectacular renovation. It looks real modern now, which I guess you needed, but I'm so glad that I went up to Eugene, Oregon, few years ago spent some time with my friend Tracy B and I got to see the original old school uh, Hayward Field where Prefontaine and all the greats ran and so I'm really glad that I got to see it before they tore it down and now they got the new one definitely think I might try and go up there and, and watch some of these competitions 
I know the shoe guy here in Bakersfield goes up there every year. Um, I'm going to leave you with this. Uh, uh, oh, well, and let, speaking of high school athletes and sports, of course, uh, Blake Haney, who ran sub four mile at Oregon and is now running for Under Armour and training in Flagstaff in the dark sky. He's a high school athlete that I watched over the for four years here in Bakersfield, California. He went to Stockdale, and our local high schools are going to have been having some competitions outdoor football season and some cross-country meets and they just put out an edict that local high schools are allowing four fans per athlete at sporting events so i guess they'll be handing out tickets for that i hopefully maybe go check out a cross-country meet or two but i'm not sure been having difficulty finding out when the races are um, of course maybe i'm sure no one really knows but my local newspaper b varsity used to do a really great job covering track and cross-country but uh, Trevor Horn, he used to do that beat. And Zach Ewing, of course, left a while ago. But Trevor Horn left, and he now is the Garces press guy. So I really do miss him. Leave this with uh, one of the tweet guys, Brad Studelberger, talking about training. And, you know, this is the week where I'm telling everybody, you know, to be boring. You know, be boring challenge. Do something every day at the same time, like 40 minutes, whatever it is. And he says here, tree movement is a foundational habit. Make it about more than your body. Ignore fads, definitely. Have parameters, but not too rigid. Embrace plateaus, because you're going to have them. Uh, keep it simple. <laughs> That's why I tell people, you know, pick a time when you're going to work out. Pick a couple training routes. Don't make it difficult. Don't make it complicated. I know you want to go to the shiny new thing. But like my wife, she just walks the beach elm loop every day, and it works out fine. Fine role models is always good. Let mind wander and embrace the process. Yes, you need to, you know, enjoy the process. I mean, I enjoy the process more than I enjoy the results for the most part. And that's why I've been still doing this since 1979. And I'm going to keep doing it until I can't do it. So, as always, stay healthy, be boring, not epic.